Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Intrigan, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BDEntrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Hope you all had a great week and tons of baseball action. And Mr. Jake Crumpler kept you up to date as usual. Much appreciated to Jake. I'm here to recap Sunday's craziness on the diamond. Get you ready for another week of action ahead. We have eight games on Monday. We'll talk about that later in the show. Let's talk about Sunday news and notes and more. Angels, they reinstated pitcher Griffin Canning from the IL, sent Kenny Rosenberg back to AAA. Rumor has it it's either going to be Reed Detmers or Tyler Anderson uh, leaving the rotation, heading to the bullpen, or going to AAA. looks like Detmers is the odd man out for now. That move has not been made yet, so we don't know exactly when or who Canning is taking a spot for, but uh, leaning Detmers at the moment. Astros are going to skip Hunter Brown's spot in the rotation in Miami this week. His next start will likely be Friday versus the Seattle Mariners. Brown is eligible out of the bullpen uh, the first two games of the series, the Astros are saying, but this is just a way to monitor Brown's innings so they have him for the postseason. Shohei Otani, he'll skip his next start versus the Texas Rangers, as he told manager Phil Nevin he is uh, a little bit fatigued these days, so he's going to take a little bit of a breather. His next start will come against the Reds at home. Hunter Harvey of the Washington Nationals threw a successful bullpen session over the weekend, and rumor has it, he may rejoin the Nats early this week without a rehab assignment. The, uh, the rehab, the bullpen went that well. Probably throw one more bullpen just to make sure before he is activated from the IL to rejoin the Nats. Not sure what that means for Kyle Finnegan, who's been closing extremely well with Harvey out. But Harvey was getting the job done before he went to the IL, so time will tell. Diamondbacks, they recalled Bryce Jarvis from AAA and activated Gabriel Moreno from the IL. In corresponding moves, the D-back sent Ryan Nelson to AAA and DFA'd Carson Kelly. Bit of a surprise. I guess there was a logjam at catcher, so that makes sense. But once heralded as a potential top fantasy catcher a few years back, Carson Kelly has fallen mightily to the DFA'd world of baseball. The Texas Rangers, they activated Jonah Heim from the IL on Sunday, sending Sam Huff back to AAA. When Heim first had this wrist injury, like tendons and everything, there was speculation four to six weeks, maybe longer. Wrist injuries heal very weird and blah, 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 blah. Heim only missed like two weeks max. Uh, didn't have a rehab assignment, just took some BP over the weekend in San Francisco, and now he's back with the Texas Rangers. Dodgers, they placed Joe Kelly on the IL with right elbow inflammation, something to monitor there as a Dodgers bullpen needs all the help they can get these days. C.J. Abrams, he left Sunday's game with back spasms. He's day-to-day, hopefully nothing too crazy, as Abrams has been a monster on the base pads, just at the plate in general. Big for fantasy teams, could be a huge blow to fantasy managers and even the Nationals coming up. Royce Lewis, if you're looking for some uh, help on your rosters, big, big rehab game on Sunday. Looked really, really good. And uh, rumor has it he will be rejoining the Twins on Tuesday. So that's great news for those that have held on or picked up recently, Royce Lewis. Matt Chapman, he was scratched from Sunday's game with right middle 
uh, a right middle finger inflammation. So monitor that as he's day-to-day. Hopefully nothing too crazy, but we will see. Jerickson Profar, he left Sunday's game with a twisted left knee. Apparently he's uh, in a bit of a pain, but it's day-to-day. Big week of Coors action on deck for Profar. So fantasy managers are hoping he does not miss too much time with said knee injury. Ozzy Albies left Sunday night's game with left hamstring cramping. He's day-to-day. The Braves are not too concerned with Albies at initial the discussion. He'll get more testing on Monday. Luis Robert, we talked about this last time I was on the show, and it's still happening. Lubob missed his fifth straight game with a finger injury that he suffered diving into uh, into a base. This is giving me flashbacks to last season where it's like, just put him on the IL already. What are we doing here? They'll probably play him for a game. They'll sit out four or five more. This is the worst. This is White Sox at its finest, I should say. So keep an eye on Lubob. Uh, Wander Franco, he missed Sunday's game. They said for rest, and then the stories came out that he has been, I don't even know the right way to say it, seen um, illegally dating a 14-year-old. I'm not going to go too much into it. There, There's still stories coming out on it. Regardless, it's not good. It's a horrible thing if true, which it looks like it is true, but we shall see. And if it is true, Wander Franco is going to be missing some time. Indeed. Um, Jorge Soler, he missed his second straight game with a stomach virus, something to monitor there as they head into a week of action at the Braves, um, meaning the Astros to open the week in Miami. And then Garrett Whitlock was activated from the IL on Sunday for the Red Sox, sending Kyle Barclaw back to AAA. Talked about this last week with Whitlock. He's going to be working out of the bullpen as a long reliever. All right, folks, underdog fantasy. Want to make some money making picks on MLB games? Then you have to try underdog fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In underdogs pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they'll go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with promo code PITCHERLIST, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, all one word, and underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. So you have some bonus cash to play with. Not a ton of lines out right now for the overnight looks, but some that stand out. Zach Geloff has been straight in fuego. Talk about him more shortly. Over seven and a half fantasy points as he takes on Miles Mikolas. Uh, Patrick Sandoval takes on the Texas Rangers. Rangers love some left-handed pitching. Over two and a half earned runs for Patrick Sandoval. And then Corbin Carroll's heads into Coors against Chris Flexen. Over 11 and a half fantasy points. I usually don't like lying that many fantasy points. Can't ask for a much better matchup for Corbin Carroll. Again, that's underdogfantasy.com or Underdog Fantasy in the App Store. Sign up with promo code PitcherList and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Reminder, you must be at least 18 or over and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. 19 or over in Alabama, Nebraska. 21 and over in Massachusetts and Arizona. Terms do apply. If you're concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. Some hitting highlights from Sunday. I mentioned Zach Geloff. He was at it again, folks. Four for five, two home runs, two runs scored, and two RBIs. I tweeted it out on Saturday when he was having a big game. I said, it's great to see that Zach Geloff is that fantasy unicorn uh, off the second half waiver wire, kind of like Matt McClain was. It was a great comp that one of my followers, I forget who mentioned it, said. Perfect comp. Um, first base, or uh, National League McClain, American League Zach Geloff. Uh, in Geloff's first 25 games now, he's hitting 281 with eight home runs, 18 runs scored, 13 RBIs and six stolen bases. The dude is legit hitting in the middle of that order for the Oakland Athletics. Still strikes out around 30% of the time. Not, not ideal, obviously. But when he produces like this, he can strike out 35%. I don't care. So go get yourself some Zach Giloff. 
Oscar Gonzalez of the Cleveland Guardians went three for five with three doubles, a run scored, and two RBIs. This is a guy that many were surprised didn't start the season with the Guardians and kind of been playing around in AAA up and down a little bit here and there. Really good batting average asset. Power has been suspect at times. We've seen it like flourish in the bigs, but you know the overall profile doesn't suggest a lot of power. And that's what we've seen since Gonzalez has been recalled on July 27th. He's hitting 326, which is outstanding. That's great stuff. But four doubles, a triple, so no no home runs. Six runs scored and three RBIs. So not adding a ton there. There could be more to come, though. If he's hitting for an average like this, that's going to be tremendous. So if you need some batting average help with some potential runs upside, Oscar Gonzalez could be a dude for you to stream in the right matchups. And then Lever Peguero, we talked about him a long time ago when the, the Pirates called him up uh, on July 17th. On Sunday, Peguero went two for three with a home run, a run scored, and two RBIs. Since he was recalled on July 17th, Peguero's hitting 259 with four home runs, seven runs, 13 RBIs, and two stolen bases. That is a very, very nice line for a middle infield, a second base shortstop eligible option in, in deeper formats. Probably, maybe not in 12s so much. It could have some viability on the right weeks, but in deeper formats, Peguero is definitely in play in the middle infield positions. Make sure you check out the Daily's Batters Box article on PitcherList.com for more details on the day's top hitters. Some starting pitching highlights from Sunday. Chase Silseth did it again. Not as dominant as usual, but still very good. Five shutout innings for Silseth uh, with four hits, two walks, and five strikeouts. Uh, six whiffs, 24% CSW. Really nice stuff there. We usually, we're used to seeing more strikeouts and more whiffs in CSW from him. Still a very solid outing. He's been doing it against elite pitching of late. And over these last four starts, I mean, elite hitting, apologies, over his last four starts, 22 and two-thirds innings pitched, four in runs, five walks, and 31 strikeouts for Silseth. Mentioned earlier Griffin Canning's coming back. Silseth's been so good. He took Canning's spot. He's going to stay in the rotation. Like I mentioned, Detmers or Tyler Anderson going to find their way out. Dane Dunning. Keeps doing it. Combination of the bad Giants offense and Dane Dunning just looking great of late. Dunning went seven innings, one earned, seven hits, no walks, and 12 strikeouts against the Gigantes in San Francisco. Dunning had 23 whiffs, a 39% CSW. Just outstanding stuff from a guy that we're used to ratios and no strikeouts. He's been getting the strikeouts of late. It's been very impressive. Over Dunning's last four starts, 25 and two-thirds innings pitched, eight earned runs, 33 strikeouts. Very, very serviceable. Great two start this last week. Keep an eye on Dunning. You know, he's still probably just a streamer in the right matchups, but he's proving in the right matchups he can flourish for your fantasy teams. And then Tanner Bybee, had to mention him. He's just been outstanding with all these rookie pitchers kind of going up and down, up and down. Bybee has been outstanding. Seven innings pitched, two earned, seven hits, no walks, five Ks on Sunday for Bybee. He had 12 whiffs and a 23% CSW. Over Bybee's last 10 starts, he's given three runs or less in all 10 starts. 60 and a third innings pitch in those 10 starts with 14 earned runs and 61 strikeouts. Bybee has been the real deal. Holyfield. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from Sunday. Kenley Jansen notched his 27th save of the season. David Bednar, his 24th for the Buccos. Johan Duran, his 21st save of the season. Carlos Estevez, remember when he struggled the last, like, early in the week? He's picked up a few saves since then. He picked up his 25th save of the season on Sunday. Paul Sewell picked up save 23, I believe his second, first or second with the D-backs. And then Adam Onovino picked up his seventh save of the year. Brooks Raley came in in the eighth and struggled, giving up a two-run jack to Matt Olson. Onovino locked up save number seven. Make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information about all things relief pitching. All right, before we take a look at Monday's action on the diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat. But Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. 
Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. All right, we got an eight-game slate coming at you here on Sunday. If you have questions about DFS and more, I'm on Twitter at BDNTREK, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. But eight-game slate starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time. Some of the bats we're looking at here, Arizona going into Coors Field against Chris Flexen. Got to love that in a big, big way. Already mentioned Corbin Carroll in my underdog picks. It's, it's you know, Marte and Walker and Perdomo leading off and so much more with Arizona. I think the Mets are intriguing versus Quinn Priester. Priester has not been good. Lots of loud contact coming off that guy. So guys like Pete Alonzo, Lindor, Nimmo, and some others could be interesting with the New York Mets. Texas versus the lefty Patrick Sandoval. I already said I want the over two and a half runs on underdog. Love Texas against the lefty and Sandoval. And then St. Louis versus J.P. Sears. Sears has been up and down. Give it four runs in his last outing. Uh, I like St. Louis versus the lefty and Sears. Some pitchers we're looking at on Monday. Max Scherzer going up against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Miles Mikolas against the Oakland Athletics. And Grayson Rodriguez, who's been outstanding since getting recalled, going up against the San Diego Padres. Some things I'm looking forward to on Sunday. Framber Valdez going up against Braxton Garrett in Miami. That's a fun matchup of two lefties. Framber struggled. No, no. Got blown up his last time out. We kind of talked about that. Then you got Braxton Garrett, who was apparently dealing with a blister when he struggled. Now he's healthy. He's pitching well again. So Valdez versus Garrett could be a fun one to kick off the week. Yankees versus Braves, just for nostalgic reasons, for one. Plus, the Braves are just on fire. You get Schmidt versus Freed. Fun matchup to, to kick off that series. It looks like we're going to get either Logan Gilbert or Emerson Hancock, depending on where you look right now, um, against Brady Singer. That's a fun matchup. Singer's been much, much better of like great ratios. Strikeouts have been a bit better, too. Gilbert coming off an amazing outing. Hancock made his debut five innings, looked pretty darn good, just on a ton of strikeouts. So it should be a fun matchup there with whichever Seattle pitcher you get and Brady Singer. And then Grayson Rodriguez going up against you, Darvish. Looking forward to that one. Darvish has been an up-and-down season. Yeah, Grayson pitching very, very, very well. So excited to see Grayson versus you, Darvish, in the evening in San Diego. But all right, folks, that'll do it. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Again, check out pitcherlist.com. All the great free content, articles, podcasts, and much, much more. You will not regret it. And then it gets even better. Help the cause, donate to the cause, join PL Plus and PL Pro. You'll get in the awesome Discord and even more content and more up-and-coming content. You'll be the first to know about it and the first to try it and first to use it, whatever you want to say, whatever phrase you want. PL Plus and PL Pro provides it all for you. So go check that out at pitcherlist.com. But that'll do it, folks. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to recap Monday and preview Tuesday's action on the Diamond. But for now, this was the First Pitch Podcast Monday, August 14th edition. Hope you all have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.